0: FOREVER! DOG! Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary Scary Stories Stories to to Tell tell on the Pod. pod.
1: It is a podcast all about scary stories, urban legends, creepy things that happen to you that you tell us about. Uh, It is a comedy podcast about frightening things. So think of it as though like Edith Bunker from All in the Family starring in the film Gremlins.
0: That's exactly right, Andrew. Um, We're (laughs) domestic. We're out of our we're out of our our depth were flustered we're awesome. going Kremlins. yeah definitely um yeah it's sort of like if you've ever seen like a little cartoon of like a little mouse wearing an apron and it's it's sort of doing chores mm-hmm. i'm not talking about yep. cinderella mice i'm talking about no, like no, no, no. it's painted on a book or like a plate somewhere that's kind of us and then we do comedy and then we talk about ghosts so like if you're looking for a well-reported paranormal podcast like please let us know when you find it we'd love to listen to it also but just for people who get annoyed by um chatty comedy podcasts just we bless you and we affirm you and you're correct your taste is right and um and yeah feel free to stick around and and listen if you want but yeah we have fun right andrew we do i think so
1: and, and this summer, you know,
0: typically what we do
1: is we kind of trade off urban legends and uh, stories from Alvin Schwartz and Stephen Gammel's Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark series. But this summer, we're reading Campfire Tales submitted by you, our gentle listeners, to us, your your easy-to-frighten hosts.
0: Yes. <laughs> us, your soft, sad, scared, sick, <laughs> scared, lonely, sick, scared hosts.
1: Your jello humans, Anna and Andrew,
0: <laughs> absolutely lost sick adults. Did I cover it all?
1: I think we covered it.
0: Okay, great. Um, Andrew, how are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, let's see. What did I do today? Oh, I um, I got some protein powder in the mail that I didn't <gasps> oh. order, but that was accidentally sent to me by my sister-in-law.
0: Oh um, no!
1: But she was like, she was like, heads up! This is coming to you by accident. Um, it's not like you know, I'm not like hinting at anything. <laughs> um, I just thought I was sending it to us, but instead it's going to you. And it's like plant bra- plant based protein
0: powder. Oh my
1: god! And it here's the twist, Anna. It is delicious. <laughs> oh,
0: That's great. What kind of protein it is delicious. powder is
1: it? Like yeah, pea? Uh,
0: pea,
1: I protein. Uh, I'm guessing it must be like pea and spinach protein.
0: Oh my god. That must be it.
1: What are you But it tastes like vanilla.
0: This is great. Andrew, I love this story. I have to say, it's a it's got <laughs> something for everyone. Um is it, it what are you putting it in? So, what I do, ready for this? Yeah. I take
1: some frozen bananas. Oh. And some oat milk. And then I toss in some of that powder, baby, and it is a milkshake.
0: This I man, to to I, I've done some absolutely vile things with frozen bananas, and they yeah. they are they are milkshake.
1: They are, and I'm sorry, I, I'm sure they're not the most healthy thing, but I feel like I am ascending into heaven when I make one instead
0: oh, yeah. of just eating ice cream. Whenever I eat a fruit or vegetable, I I part of my brain will go like this is what vegans eat when they're being bad. But then the other part of my brain goes, this is actually the same thing as a dry leaf. Also, I just realized the, like, um, false connotations that I just said, that I do vile things with frozen bananas. And what I mean is that I put it in a blender with chocolate syrup and peanut butter. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot that sex happens sometimes. I was just (laughs) thinking about food.
1: See, I have to say, I... I never interpreted it that way. Okay. I'm grateful that you did make that clarification just to save us from an untoward audience. You know, I'm what I mean?
0: scared of the audience, Andrew. I have to say, <laughs> I think they're, I think they're being untoward. <laughs>
1: I do like that term untoward. I know. Um, how about you, Anna? How, how have you been?
0: I've been good. Um, I ordered some candles that I normally keep in the house that I have not had for a while. And it just does something to my brain to have a nice smell that and yes. like a, a flame. I don't know if there's any other flame heads out there. Um, <laughs> yeah. But to have a candle, it it's a little bit of a ghost. I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast. Oh yeah. A candle, a candle
1: that smells like something.
0: A candle is like an event, like yeah. when you can't go anywhere or like when you. I I don't I don't do cocaine. I don't get in fistfights. I it's just. There's very little I can do to actually physically have a wild time. And to me, a a candle, it just feels like something's happening.
1: I gotta say, I I feel the same way. Can you guys believe this is a horror podcast? It is. Trust it us. Is. But it's also we'll get We're talking to the about ghost. candles just, and, and
0: we're pea soft, protein. we're soft <laughs> wieners.
1: Um I although this is getting closer to the theme. Same sister in law who accidentally sent me the protein powder. Also sent um, a while ago when Chris and I were sick, a care package. And one of the um, items was a scented candle from Stonewall Kitchen. And the scent is Lake House. (gasps) And it's the best smelling candle I've ever smelled in my damn life. And frankly, I'm just scared of what will happen when it runs out. I'll just buy another one, I guess.
0: I guess. Yeah, I think. (laughs) I don't know know what the hell I'll do. Probably. Probably solve the problem. <laughs> um, that's so nice. What is it? it yeah. Smells like Lake House.
1: Um, w- w- sorry. Could you repeat that?
0: It smells like Lake House. Sorry, I just mumbled. It <laughs> smells like. <lake-a." laughs>
1: no, it does. It does. It. You know what it is. See, I was a little worried because when I initially smelled it, I thought, "Oh, this is more of a Christmas candle," because the the scent before it's lit is um, a prominent kind of pine evergreen. Uh, scent Got it. but when you light it something happens and there it captures so well a summer pine smell plus the smell of like a clean fresh lake i don't know how Ooh, they do that's it. it's nice yeah i don't know how they do it but it is a dream come true just a
0: little bit um, of scuzz so,
1: so thank you if you're looking to be if you're looking for new ways to be a good sister-in-law or a good brother-in-law or just a good in-law sending a sending a high quality scented candle great first step
0: Really nice. Well, that's great. Um, yeah, Andrew, is it time for us to talk about ghosts? I don't know. Are, I think. Do it you is. think they're too scared?
1: <laughs> oh. Ooh. Uh, what if we just became bullies at this moment?
0: <laughs> oh, what's the matter? Scared?
1: <laughs> On episode ninety nine, we make the transition to just being full monsters. I'm ready. Yeah.
0: Um. Well. Cool. Well. Um. In keeping with our listener campfire stories. Um. We have a listener campfire story that I would like to um, read. I'd love it. Okay, cool. So um, this is from Zach. Yay. Excited. Hey, Zach. <laughs> Zach. And it's Zach with an H, which is, you know, it's important. Always cool. Okay, great. Hi, Anna and Andrew. I'm Zach. And I apologize for all the setup before my question. When my mom was young, she had intense nightmares of a scary old man wandering around the house and her being compelled to follow him around. Ooh. <gasps> being compelled to follow someone. Um, she describes the old man as very wide and tall, unnaturally large hands, gaunt face, and dressed in dark rags. Oh. My mom insists she had a name for the old man, but my grandma says they would never they would have never allowed her to name a night terror. My grandparents on my mom's side are deeply religious Catholics, which Andrew, we've mm-hmm. talked about this. All all old Catholics are like half witch. Correct. Um so they had a priest bless her early on when the dream started. They continued regardless and eventually the old man knocked all the crosses off my grandparents wall in one oh. of my mom's dream. <gasps> And when one was on the floor in the morning, they called an actual exorcist. <gasps> oh, Side note, I don't know how many crosses they had then, but now their living room wall has a good 50 to 75 parentheses. <laughs> I don't know how to count close parentheses.
1: Can't be too careful.
0: <laughs> and they have tons more scattered through their home. The exorcist came and did their thing. And the nightmare old man went away. <laughs> <laughs> exorcist I thought I was under the impression you had to get in touch with a cardinal to get an exorcist and that it would have to be like involve Rome on some level I this did is- too
1: I'm I think maybe that is the official route to take but I think you can I mean you can get an exorcist to your house you know in an hour Um <laughs> ma'am it just might this might just be like off the books
0: yeah it's sort of like your landlord has to pay for um, bed bug extermination but like if you kind of want like good one you 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 just go and get it yourself yeah i think that's the that makes sense comparison. yeah um cut to maybe 15 or so parentheses i don't know man <laughs> years later <laughs> hey amen zach um when i was born and my mom took me with her to visit her parents at her childhood home and the first night of the visit my mom had the nightmare again for the first time since the exorcism <gasps> As a child, she would follow the old man around. But for this one, she could see through his eyes and only recognize what was happening by his humongous hands. (gasps) Ah! (sighs) She said he walked straight to the room she and I were sleeping in instead of meandering the house and stood over my crib until the nightmare ended. Oh, God. This is bad. They called another exorcist the next day and we stayed with a neighbor until they were able to perform the exorcism.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm
0: pretty sure it worked because nothing spooky has ever happened to me. And I want to be spooked. Oh, no, Zach. (laughs) Zach, ghost stuff always happens to my younger sister and she does not want to be spooked. Any tips? Oh, this is an advice.
1: Oh, that's Well, that's a fine transition. Oh,
0: this is good. Okay, this is good. Any tips for trading haunt levels with her? Bonus points if it can be done relo- remotely. I want to quarantine with a ghost. Thanks for reading. Hope it spooked your asses, Zach. <laughs> and and there's a PS and a PBS. PS, Andrew sounds almost exactly like a friend of mine, also named Andrew, so it makes the show extra fun for me. Oh, good. Andrew, you sound like someone.
1: I, I get that. I get that quite frequently that I, that my voice sounds like another friend of someone else's. It's very interesting.
0: Um, it's, it's whenever someone's like, you remind me of my cousin. I'm like, whoa, I exist. <laughs> I'm a celebrity. I'm a, celeb. out of here. <laughs> I'm a cousin. Get me out of my ass. <laughs> um, and then in the PPS, they suggest a title for our advice column portion, Excellent. which we're going to keep as a secret. Um, yes. And I should also say that Zach included his pronouns at the beginning. Said Zachy "Him." It
1: hey, thanks, Zach.
0: Pretty nice, pretty nice thing to do.
1: Wow, this is a great fusion of story and new advice column. Um, that is true.
0: Yeah, this took yes. me by surprise. I sort of skimmed before, which is my favorite herb um, <laughs> to do.
1: Um, well, okay. Here's I'm just gauging Anna. Should we get right to Zach's advice? Or should we maybe go through the go through the submissions we've received and our selection for what this new column will be started?
0: I think we or should name it, and I think then we should answer Zach's question, if that's okay, because I know that you had your question selected as sort of.
1: Oh no! This is okay. this is totally fine. I also just want to say that the last sentence I said made virtually no sense. Is <laughs> that <laughs> should we tell them what this column is started? <laughs>
0: You know what? To me, that worked. Not
1: a column and started is not the correct <laughs> verb there. Um, we got so many. Thank you all so much for your submissions. They crack us the hell up. Um, and I'm just going to read you some of our faves that we received. Um, and
0: these are submissions for titles of the advice column because we correct. we're involving correct. you. You're a part of this family.
1: The first one we received from ghoul live is a very fun play off of dear Abby, dear Alvin, which is great.
0: That's fun. fun. Name for Alvin Schwartz, the writer, collector, folklorist of scary stories to tell in the dark.
1: Such a delight. Um, Then we had two Madeline and Zach both recommended advice. Also very fun.
0: Super, super fun
1: play on words, get and a play on one of the chapter titles of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, That's which true. was just
0: ah. We forgot about that. Ah!
1: <laughs> ah! <laughs> then Ace, this one really made me laugh, Ace recommended the segment just be called mm-hmm. It Won't Kill Me.
0: <laughs> yes! Named after...
1: After our friend Mike Spence's famous sketch that both made us laugh a lot. Um, and then... Okay, there's this one. This one is a, is another favorite. Uh, Jess sent us a bunch of options. Um, but the one that really stood out to us was <laughs> the segment just be called Ma'am, <laughs> <laughs> which is really great. Um, Ma'am. but overwhelmingly, the most recommended segment title sent to us by multiple people, uh, to name a few Cheyenne, Francesca, Mark. Um, uh, the segment title scary advice for things that did happen.
0: Thank God. And you know what? And I think, I think that's what it's going to be called.
1: That is correct. And these were also good. And but that one just makes the most sense.
0: Yes. But we will also say that it would be great for all the letters to begin with. Ma'am.
1: <laughs> I know. I love that. I love that. Okay, great. So from this point forward, um when you are submitting for advice just remember open your letter with ma'am
0: ma'am ma'am
1: what a delight
0: thank you so much
1: everybody uh this was so much fun to see all of your ideas and uh hey we built something together that's fun
0: it was so much fun when i was looking at the ideas i went woo
1: (laughs) so let's get to this advice column shall we
0: yeah um so zach is asking us, uh oh, so this is a very interesting problem. Yes. So Zach, desperate for the ghosts, can't desperate. find one, needs it, they're gone. They're not there. <laughs> um, Zach's sister is lousy with this stuff, can't get them away, needs a moment of peace. It's nothing but ghosts. Zach is asking for to trade haunt levels with his sister.
1: Which I love is a measurable quotient.
0: Yeah, um, Andrew, I'm going to put this all on you. What do you think?
1: Okay, here's my <laughs> thought. First of all, Zach, you got to be you. You have to be r- ready for what you're wishing for here, um, hmm. because we, you know you have to sort of decide is the sort of haunt you want
0: the the, the sort haunt, of haunt you, you want by this book by Andrew Farmer.
1: <laughs> um. Is it demonic, like per this this uh, man with the big hands going through the house, knocking crosses off the wall? Because I don't think that's something you want. I think it sounds like you want kind of a fun, haunt, um, ghoulish experience.
0: Yeah. I also have to say, like, this sounds absolutely terrifying what his mom went through.
1: I know. This, I, the visual of that is so,
0: uh, ugh, this so chilling. Top 10 scariest ghost.
1: Yeah. An extraordinarily wide ghost. I don't know why that that descriptor really stuck with me as being frightening.
0: I know we don't think of ghosts as being wide.
1: No, I know. Um, yeah, really scary. Glad that got solved. But here's here's my pitch for the easiest way, uh, for you and um your frequently haunted sister to switch, uh, haunt levels. I would say. Revert to a great resource that Anna and I have found, which is eBay. Yes, um, and find yourself a lightly cursed object. Mm. I, I'm talking. I'm talking. Not a Dybbuk box. You don't want to invite that kind of evil. No, dibics are um, hell. Right, dibics are hell. I mean, I don't even know that you want a haunted doll. Anything that is anthropomorphic it invites too much. Um, it, it just opens up the door to a lot of risk. Yeah. Uh, but Anna, I think you like you posted one of them. that was just like harmless ghost attached to toy car or it was something. It was something like slew like that. Yeah. And I do think there are a lot of those options online to just give a shot, you know?
0: Yeah. And w- so what are you proposing, Andrew? Are, how does this work?
1: I, I'm proposing. Here's here's the ritual that I'm making up right now. OK,
0: right OK, OK.
1: I'm proposing um your sister buys you a haunted item on eBay. Again, lightly haunted. I'm not, I'm, I, don't, I don't want any harm to come to you. Lightly haunted object. Um, once that object arrives, your sister claims so that it can be known to any hovering spirits nearby. I'm passing this on to my brother to have some fun. And mm. that object could then act as a sort of conduit to be passed to someone else just to give it a shot, you know?
0: Yeah. Okay. This is great. I think like eBay and making stuff up is powerful. Um, That's a powerful tool that people forget about. Yes. Um, Good idea, Andrew.
1: Thanks. Are are there any, any other ideas jumping into your mind, Anna?
0: (sighs) Yes. Um, I I think a good old fashioned Ouija board is a great idea um, because it's like I, communication is the, 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 the cure-all to all problems, and I think just getting the two of you guys in a room together with a Ouija board, we get the spirit in there, I just feel like it'll go faster, and I think hearing it from you, it'll just be easier. Um, you know, like you and the ghost, there's like going back and forth, her and the ghost, them and the ghost, like, just get you all in the same room. It'll just be right. easier, and say like, hey, Um, it doesn't feel like any of us are really getting what we want from this situation Um, what if we switched I also just picture the sister as like a lawyer or someone who's like super busy and is just like I can't I don't know we're not doing this
1: I know you can just see like I'm finishing a deposition and meanwhile there's just like a full sheeted ghost with chains like <laughs> it was
0: nigh on this day <laughs> like, I actually am my Myers-Briggs type I don't know what it is because I'm busy and it's not it's not this
1: Barnaby please
0: Barnaby um,
1: it's always a Barnaby isn't it folks absolutely
0: gotta be a Barnaby
1: and also just as a heads up again we are not occult experts um, No but just as a point of reference for Ouija boards, I've been told I won't use them. I'm not, I'm not seeking any more ghosts into my life at the moment, but, um, (laughs) super important to, uh, be specific about the spirits you want to speak to. So you're not, you know, getting, getting any stuck in the cross currents. Also super important to say goodbye at the end of it. You got to
0: Whoa, that's really true. I always forget that.
1: Yeah. It's crucial. This isn't, this isn't, um, you know, Grinder or Tinder. You can't just duck out of the convo and pick it up later. And you know you what you call
0: that behavior? What that What's verb that? is? It's a ghost. Ghosting. You, can't ghost, a ghost. Is, you can't ghost a ghost. You can't ghost a ghost. They can is, do it better um, than you can. Crucial ghost advice. Um, don't ghost a ghost.
1: Alternatively, maybe a good way to get haunted in a low-impact way. Um, maybe... Go to a. I'd, I'd say just go to an old B and B.
0: That's true. Yeah, you know what? And that that blows out the conversation in a good way. Like, I think Zach, maybe you're looking at other people's ghosts and being like, "Why can't that happen to me?" When in reality, it's like, "What about your own ghosts?" You know, you don't need to trade with your sister. Yeah. Go get your own. That's um. A really good point. Yeah. Go go to a haunted B and B. Um, where they are not practicing any kind of distancing probably and <laughs> just get in there.
1: Yeah. I mean, that that's reason enough alone to want this pan, want to, the pandemic to end, you know, just get into a close quarter B and B
0: not enough ghosts or yeah. just the same ghost over and over.
1: Um, well, Zach, I hope this was helpful.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for being our inaugural q a every single every single um scary advice for things that did happen is special to us but but yeah this is special
1: it is so welcome to this new segment we'll do it occasionally uh and and yeah please send us any advice that you may need regarding it doesn't even have to be supernatural but regarding the spooky things in your life um whether it's you wanting to get creeped out more or wanting to get creeped out less
0: yeah We're happy to help.
1: We're happy to help. Um, Okay. And so I think what I'm going to read now is actually a story. I thought maybe I was going to do an advice column too. Oh, great. um, We got something to our Instagram. It's pretty short, but it just delighted me to no end. Um, So we got this one a while ago. Um, It's from Susan. (laughs) And Susan begins her her message like this, which I love. You may want to sit down for this. (laughs) Okay. Several years ago, my husband and I adopted a tiny rescue dog who came from Juarez in the state of Chihuahua. Here is a picture. And Anna, I will send this to you now. It is a very adorable little dog. A little gray Chihuahua, it looks like. Or some sort of mix. Oh, my God. Goodness.
0: Oh, wow, wow, wow. This is Chihuahua royalty. Okay, so there's definitely some Chihuahua in this dog. It's got the Shaggy on top. Mm -hmm. His body looks like a little Italian cookie. The (sighs) nose and the ears are both jet black. The rest is a pepper and salt um, celebration. It's just the kind of dog you want to get your hands on.
1: Anna, your description of it looking like an Italian bakery cookie is exactly right. Oh, but it's the certain shape. It's like the, it's like an S, an S of a cookie.
0: Yeah. Um, and he's curled up perfectly with Murphy, the dog next to him, which is really nice to see. Chihuahuas just, they're earth signs, I think. And they just, they value comfort in a big way. And it's, it's just, ugh, they're just so good at getting comfy. And I'm proud of them.
1: Okay. You ready for this story to continue? Yes. He weighs five pounds. <laughs> I love that. It's just a descriptor. Oh. Shortly after we adopted him, my husband was home alone, working. Our new little rescue, his name is Abner. <laughs> Abner is such a good name. Abner. Uh, our new little rescue approached him with this note in his mouth. And Anna, I'm going to send you this picture and I'm going to ask you to first. Um, oh God. I'm just going to ask you to say what this note says and uh, describe the penmanship. Okay. Please. So Little Dog approaches with a note in its mouth, gives it to Susan's (laughs) husband, and it says,
0: (laughs) oh, no, oh, no, it says, you are in danger, period. (laughs) It is written on an index card on the top line under the red. It looks like maybe a third grader wrote it. And then there's a little dog bite mark in the corner. You are in danger.
1: I don't know why, but virtually every dog, regardless of its size or energy, to me has the voice, you are in danger.
0: Just like, you're good at that. Imagining
1: it in its voice, I love very much. Uh, Susan follows up. Unfortunately, there is a reasonable explanation. My twin sons, who were about seven at the time, <laughs> Which, which Susan does not go on to elaborate, but to me is both funny and scary.
0: Twins diminish. That's scary. When boys are tw- twins, that's scary.
1: And just the fact—I mean, I—I kind of love these twins. The fact that, like, just on a whim, the two of them were like, "You know what? Let's do. Let's write this <laughs> message. Your... Give it to little Abner. Have him take it to our dad. To what end? I don't know."
0: You are in danger. Wait, read the rest of it.
1: <laughs> um anyway, love the community story episodes. So many ma'am moments in real life. <laughs> Thanks for the laughs. laughs. And I did respond. This is a category 5 ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and Susan responds. It was a code ma'am situation. And that little dog hasn't stopped protecting us from mystery dangers to this day. Love to you both, Susan. <sighs>
0: Susan, thank you so much.
1: That one just tickled the bejesus out of me.
0: That is heaven. Um. Oh my God, this picture. You are in danger. Is really. We should sell this as merch and obviously cut in. <laughs> um. Susan and it, Susan her, her twins. Her twins. Um. I
1: do love that. What would that be fun on? You are in danger.
0: You are in danger. I think. I mean you know not to be obvious but a a shirt would be nice
1: yeah or um, greeting cards
0: oh yeah i think <laughs> a hat i think on a hat, a hat embroidered in this exact font i think would be really really <laughs> nice
1: oh i do love that idea and i know we've we've had some clamoring for merch we know you've mentioned it in the past we it is going to happen again p- a pandemic times has slowed down um the capable production of those things but it is coming soon and yeah, something like this would be very fun for that.
0: This would be the heaven for me.
1: This would be the heaven for me. You are in danger, Anna.
0: You are in danger. <laughs>
1: oh, I should also mention, um, as I think we brought up in Monday's episode, so we we had some online sleuthing uh, oh. to find dead Mikey. Uh, we shared some of those pictures. Oh, yeah. But just before we started recording... Um, another gentle listener, Jeff messaged us that clipart.com has some dead Mikey contenders. I just searched werewolf and got these. And there are some compelling, um, there are some compelling options. And then to our email, we got, uh, another lead from Pete, from Pete Phillips. Um, this is also from clipartlibrary.com. And he sent us maybe the closest to the description that was given about what Dead Mikey looked like, which is a werewolf with red eyes. Whoa,
0: so we're yeah, gonna I share those.
1: Yeah, we're gonna share those. Um, and yeah, let us know what you think. And in particular, Haley May, if you're listening, uh, we're gonna post some of the some of the leads on Instagram. Let us know, you know, if any of these seem familiar or if we're getting warmer at least.
0: Please, we we have to find Dead Mikey is the thing.
1: We do. But also, I think it's also pretty scary if we never do.
0: That actually, that's kind of why I want to know what Dead Mikey looks like, because I'm a little bit afraid.
1: <laughs> I know,
0: I know. I don't like to not but know.
1: It's been fun hearing about, Um, we've, we've also gotten some messages about what other people's Dead Mikeys are. Which which we now in the vocabulary of the podcast refer to a thing that you pretended to not be afraid of, but, yeah. but you actually you were incredibly afraid
0: of. This is sort of a daytime courage situation.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. Did we talk about what ours were – Anna, did you, did you have a dead Mikey?
0: Um, I think my dead Mikey is like any scary movie. Sure. That's like playing on TNT.
1: Yes, 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 yes.
0: Uh, what about um, yours?
1: My Dead Mikeys, yeah, I, Anna, that, that description of a TNT daytime Saturday afternoon scary movie watching, oh, you know what mine was? I remember watching, um, I think the movie was called Return of the Living Dead Part Two, I think, I just remember it was a movie about zombies, but the zombies were kind of funny. And I was watching with the Warren brothers and we all were laughing like, this is a funny zombie movie. Um, This was a movie where like the zombies are literally saying like brains, brains, uh, brains. Um, But there was an image in this (laughs) movie of a bunch of zombies driving a car. And that I think was my dead Mikey. I got home and all I could think about was looking out my window and seeing the zombie car drive down my street and pull up into my driveway. That scared oh, me so much.
0: That's too much. No, that yeah. is too scary.
1: That's my dead Mikey.
0: That's a good dead Mikey. Um please listeners reach out and tell us what your dead Mikey is.
1: <laughs> oh I have to say, um I watched two very scary movies this week Anna.
0: What did you watch?
1: Okay, so one of them was a Spanish movie and Spanish (laughs) horror. Spanish (laughs) horror. Spanish horror is. uh, They make really good scary movies. Um, But this one, I believe, was called Atorados. uh, But I think the English translation of that is Terrified. Ooh. Um, And it is a movie about three haunted houses in the same neighborhood. And it's kind of about how, like, like treating hauntedness as like an infection that spreads, um, which is very scary. Whoa. And so it like charts the three houses and each, each house has a different paranormal investigator in it, like researching. Um, and it kind of follows like three different versions of the haunting and, and almost all the effects from what I can see were practical, which is really impressive because there are some, there's some very scary creature effects in it.
0: We love that.
1: We love. Um, And then the other one, (laughs) the other one I think is kind of divisive. It is a thriller. Um, It's a French thriller called Stranger by the Lake. Um, And it's, uh, I I mean, the only way to describe it's kind of like, forgive me. It's kind of like if Hitchcock directed an art house, gay porn.
0: (laughs) If, <laughs> Every one of his movies, um, wh- yeah, oh.
1: and and so I okay, so like the it's it like takes place at this. It's beautifully shot, like it's gorgeously shot. Um, it takes place at this like French lake where men go to cruise. Um, and I won't I won't give anything away, but it is like a murder mystery that unfolds, uh, like. And it is very it's one of the things that I was watching, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty much porn, but then the more I thought about it, the more I got creeped out and I woke up in the middle of the night thinking about it, and it really spooked me
0: that's that's your daytime courage.
1: yeah, that was kind of my daytime courage. And I hear there yeah, there's criticism that's like it's beautifully shot. it is just it is just a porn with a murder mystery. <laughs> but that's I'm kind good, of like, though. okay.
0: But that's how it's a different kind of scary. You don't expect it to be that sexual.
1: That's true. That's true. Um, So, yeah, those are those are my two uh, foreign horror film recommendations for this.
0: Oh, thank you. I have absolutely nothing. I haven't touched a book in years. Jason and I started watching a show called Say Yes to the Nest, which is people from Say Yes to the Dress after getting married, buying homes and they all buy the new construction place. Cause they are all the sort of people who go on shows about their wedding. And obviously <sighs> they want a bland square house. Um, and that's my foreign <laughs> film recommendation of the week.
1: Hey, listen, culture comes in, in every shape and size. Um, and sometimes picking a house can be scary.
0: That's true. Um, so that's our scary thing that happened to us this week. So I think we'll save our um, scary days for things that could happen for next episode, maybe.
1: Which, Anna, our next episode <gasps> is our hundredth episode.
0: Oh, God, I'm so scared. Of what's going to happen? What will it be?
1: What will we do? It'll be a surprise to even us. We, so we
0: have a plan. We know what we're t- doing. <laughs> tune
1: in next week, everybody. We can't wait. We Thank you for being here with us for a full year. I think actually today is the anniversary of our first episode.
0: Uh, t- Yeah, the day that this comes out. Yes. Yes. Ugh. You guys, thank you so much for having us, and we'll get into it.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it but later. But this is um, so
0: fun.
1: In the meantime, till next week, we're just going to ask you all to get, get out. out
0: forever.
1: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey.